caller. He would call in uh, early on in the days of Miserable Men. He would call in and and uh, just do jokes. He would do a wrap-up of the show from, from his home. And he was such a funny caller. We said, come on in. And he came in, and he was great, and he fit well. And we ended up just saying, just keep coming in. And right. uh, he kept coming in because we didn't have to pay him. And uh, eventually he became part of the show. So now it's it's those. Uh, well, Brent wasn't on originally, but so it's the, the original four, which was us, and then Brent. And we have a great uh, uh, engineer, producer, Iso, who's uh, also part of the mix. And it's great. It's on Patreon. It's it's uh, politically incorrect. Sorry. Yes. Um, uh, but it's funny and really dirty and weird, and uh, we just kind of—it's two hours every Wednesday. We just sit there and uh, virtually like this, and we just bust each other's chops and come up with topics and challenges and insults, and it's fun. Yeah. No, the pandemic brought that back to life. You were telling me, right? Yeah. Yeah. We had uh, we we were just sitting around, and I was talking to Bob, uh, and he's like, you know, we should do that. We should do. We should definitely do. It. I was like, he's like, can you call Shuli? And I was like, yeah, I'll call. So I called Shuli. He's like, you up for it? He's like, yeah. So we so all of a sudden we just zoomed, conference called all of us, and we and, and from right as soon as we all got together in the same Zoom, just talking, we were just busting each other's chops, you know. And I was like, I worry, we got to do this again. Yeah. And uh, so you know, we we uh, put a little bit more production into it, not much, but. Um, you know, and now it now it's a finely oiled machine, and it's great. Uh, and it's it's for the price of an uh, a frou frou cup of coffee. You can yes. uh, watch us, uh, you know, four shows a month, and then there's another tier, which is a two frou frou cups of coffee. You can you can see uh, double these shows so. uh-huh. on Patreon. On pa- it's the Patreon.com backslash the miserable men show I the miserable men show now how can people find you mike morse out there on social media out there on the internet um i well i'm a stalker so if you <laughs> i'll um, find you <laughs> Uh, I'm on uh, Facebook, just Mike Morse. Uh, it's a fairly common name, as you have to look through and find this yeah. face. Um, and then on um, on Instagram, I'm Insta Mike Morse. And on uh, Twitter, I'm uh, Mike Morse Says because I say things on it. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, I do. Uh, I, I put jokes on every day. I put car- I draw caricatures every day because that's uh, one of my things I like to do. A little hobby. So uh, there's a lot to see there. M-O-R-S-E. M-O-R-S-E. Mike Morse. Like the code. Like the code, right? Now, Mike Morse. We're looking for three dots and a dash here because everyone at home is to poise to watch Children of the Corn with us as we see it here in the studio. So why don't you go ahead, Mike Morse, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. All right. So we're going ready? I'm going to start on three, right? I'm going to get this right. This is my big moment. Three, two, one, action. I'm very excited to see Children of the Corn. Yes, yes. Thank you for kicking it off, celebrity comedian. Oh, that was excellent. Celebrity comedian, that was great. Uh, I I hope you had your moment of sun. But now Hal Roach of the famous Silent Pictures (laughs) and New World are going to present maybe another silent movie? (laughs) Well, because you didn't turn the sound on. Oh, I have the sound on. Oh, I had it on mute. Here we go. I had it on mute. But didn't you not hearing it give you an indicate? Okay, never mind. Okay, as long as we hear, I don't hear it's, it. Uh, I, don't, I hear. I hear like uh, the title credits are just basically Stephen King's Children of the Corn. You don't need music for that. And Hal Roach. Hal Roach is the reason this whole thing happened. He bought the rights to the book. It was a short story, actually. And uh, he's the one who's, I mean, it went on to have 11 uh, chapters, you know, 11, like, it was a franchise. Yeah, no, last last year there was, in 2021, there was a version. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know the story was originally published in the 1977 issue of Hustler Magazine? Really? That's great. Yeah. So people wow. were, like, jerking, jerking off. Kids killing everybody because it's some <laughs> demon corn. Children of the corn. Now, here we are before the trouble. Here we are in nice old Nebraska town. It's called Gatlin, Gatlin, Nebraska. And you see how nice it is. It's 1950s in the 80s, right? It is a great place. And by the way, if anyone from Nebraska is listening, we're so excited to do a film about your state uh, that's in your state. I'm looking forward to learning more about Nebraska and what a little town like Gatlin offers. 
Now, I got to tell you about Nebraska and Gatlin. This thing was filmed in Iowa. That's great. That's fine. I mean, it could have just been shot in Burbank for all I know. But, well, actually, some of it was, yes. But most of it is in three towns in Iowa. But why don't they just... Okay, they went to church. After church, they get to go out. But the right. wife and sister aren't there. He's calling because the sister has 104 fever. Wow, that's, uh, that's uh, a lot of storyline going on. And also the kid is narrating, right? Yeah, the kid is doing a voiceover. Now, I did see this back in the day, and this film scared the hell out of me. I was just a little kid. Right. Well, you, you, yeah, that's right, Carl. You, you were in the high school. So these are all like your friends in high school. You're like, there's Ricky with the hat, that little. I, you know, I think it was earlier than high school because my memories of it. Now, it's 19. Let's see when it was released in 84. So that was my. Hmm. Maybe I was scared in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't want to see it. Actually, I think The Thing came out in, like, 82, and that movie scared the fuck out of me. Yeah, The Thing. Okay. So, so I could get these children want to kill everybody, but who's the waitress? Well, okay, that's one thing that doesn't make sense to me in the story. The waitress seems to be an adult. So, she, yeah, she's poisoning all the adults with the coffee. Which, right. Like, isn't that a typical day at Henson's anyway? Have you tried their <laughs> coffee? It's disgusting. Um, I'll have some water. 104 degree fever. She's drawing predictions of the future. Oh, there's Isaac. What a creep. What a creep. What a creep. Oh, my throat. Oh, goodness. Goodness. I can hardly breathe, I tell you. (gasps) (laughs) It's ironic because Blue Bunny ice cream is a real thing, and they had to recall their ice cream because of like cholera and shit. Isn't that great? Yeah. Look, they had weapons. If Clemenza can figure a way to have a weapon planted for me. Now, this movie is all based on that curvy weapon, right? The one you use to husk corn with? The one you yeah. scoop the seed? Is it the sickle? It's, yeah, is the sickle. Spic- is it really? What, yes. is, what does the Grim Reaper look, look. have? Oh, a ham sandwich. I wanted a ham sandwich. But we oh. don't see it. And the reason was they had budget trouble. There was a lot of this film that was going to be more special effectsy, and they were going to show you more, but they yeah. couldn't do it because they got a, they had to pay Stephen King right away, and they lost budget. So the budget went to Stephen King's cocaine habit. I guess <laughs> it's eighty four. All right. Does okay, Stephen so King show up? Is the teenagers like killed everybody. Right, including his dad, which yeah. is really sick. Does he narrate? Oh, and look, she drew. She drew it. Right. How it says Henson's you know? on it. Friendlies, massacre friendlies. Oh, <laughs> that's right. And this must be a horror Holstein's, movie. Holstein's, Holstein's ice cream. Yeah, right. Yeah. Remember so that? In right. Well, that was where the Sopranos got shot at the end. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Is. I mean, they shot the scene at it. Whether he got shot, I don't know. So this is the. You can tell it's a horror movie because the kids' cartoon drawings and murders are used for the opening credits. Right. Now, look how the S's are backwards. It was just stereotypical oh, kid. Yeah. You're writing full sentence uh, Bible quotes, but you get the S. From... Right. Well, isn't there like a, there, there is a scene in this movie where she, she writes the man who walks the, in rows and the S is reversed. She was able to write everything else. It's, yeah. The, it's he who walks behind the rows and they mean rows of corn. Oh, he is in that comic that makes a lot of noise in the back. Um, by the me? way, Carl, I've, I <clears throat> I haven't done a set in so long that I don't feel like I can even make references to comedy. So, how I'm lost since the beginning of the pandemic, you stopped doing? Oh, I did a couple. I, I performed at Danny Dutchie's okay. back in uh, last February. Okay, I did, I did Comedy Day. That was it. Very okay. rarefied gig, but that was my last live show. And. Are you missing it or? I don't know. I, I feel like I'm doing it. Okay, so they put it present day. So it was right. like three years ago that the, the whole town got massacred. Exactly right. Three years. And it seems like a lot of story in those opening credits. Like, that was a lot we just saw. That's like a whole. Well, what we saw is there's a nicey nice town, and then right. all of a sudden, the, the kids killed all the adults. 
and it was under the influence of the evil eye of Isaac. That's what I'm saying, evil eye of Isaac, and then premonitions with prayers and adult massacres. That's a lot before the opening credits. That's a, that's an entire movie right there. If I was Stephen King, I would write, that would be, what, 40 pages of bullshit? <laughs> yes. Now, right oh, now, hey. the director's making it seem like he was going to get stabbed or something. It was pretty right. well done. She's being seductive in the handles, and she's like, hey, 30-something. Uh, why don't we do some 69 or something? And he's like, You're exactly huh? right. That's 30 huh? something. And she's Linda Hamilton. Happy right. birthday. And it's not birthday. He has now graduated medical school and he's about yeah. to be a doctor. Cool. Doctor, wasn't he on Grey's Anatomy? He was on Grey's Anatomy. He was on Grey's Anatomy. Okay, here he is. Here he is. Peter Horton is his name. He played Professor Gray Shepherd on the television series 30-something. Yes. He was in yes. St. Elsewhere. St. Elsewhere. Oh, I'm sorry. St. Elsewhere. He was in Eight is Enough. He was in The White Shadow, one of our favorites. And one of my favorites, Dallas. And he was married to Michelle Pfeiffer for years, for seven that's, years. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. But she probably got sick of that awful beard stubble thing he had. <laughs> Like he doesn't we have can't speak for him. Ooh, can't speak for I got you a cigarette lighter. It says okay. to my do new doctor, here's a cigarette lighter. First criticism of the movie. You see that cigarette lighter, right? Yeah. That should have become the movie fart. At the end of this movie, it involves fire. And and he's given gifted a lighter. This, that, this? At the end of the movie, they go, oh, I can't believe we finally defeated the children of corn. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. God, I need a And that's a nice smoke. Woof. Woof. But he's a doctor, and her gift is a cigarette lighter that says, congratulations, you're a doctor. Yeah. Have a cigarette on me. Well, he is a smoker. 80s. Is he seducing him? I mean, No, he's doing a nice dance, like, no more teachers, no more dirty. It's some song about, like, school is over. Oh, a medical school. Yeah. Yeah, but he, he doesn't, doesn't she's, she doesn't have to sing and dance for him. He obviously is hungry. Mike, if uh, your spouse uh, like got her masters, you wouldn't say yay and make a celebration. Well, I would probably be horny as well. <laughs> she See? chose to sing and dance. That is her choice. Now it's another kissing, and then uh, nothing. And she's like, "Okay, great, fine, whatever. I'll I'll, I'll make some rabbit." <laughs> There's nothing inappropriate about what's going on here. No well, man is, or woman is being oppressed. Oh, no, no, exactly. She's just like, he pushes her aside. Doesn't get the hint. Oh, look at the time. Well, I better get going. I have doctor stuff I need to pack up. Well, no, they're on a road trip. Right now, they're on a road trip together. They're not uh -huh. married, by the way. But is he Doc Hollywood? Together to, yeah, it's a Doc Hollywood. He's going to his practice. Now, he'll be in an emergency room. Okay, that's where they're going, his first job. And, yeah, it's uh, Doc Hollywood. He'll get interrupted along the way. Cars, too. Cars, cars too. Yeah, I was going to say cars. You mean car, the first cars? Yeah, cars, car, two. Car. yeah. Cars, too, they go to Japan. Cars, one, he gets uh, look, astray. Stephen King book on the dashboard. Yeah, that's the night stand shift where this story is based on. <laughs> they could have uh, saved it. They, is it? Yeah, it is. They could have okay. saved themselves a whole movie had they read the book on the dash. <laughs> Who reads That's in the front? Who, Carl, do you read it while driving in the passenger seat? Yes, I do. You do? You don't get car sick? Uh, no, because I know what's up. I know I'm doing it in a car, so I'm not trying to do it the usual way. You know what I mean? I guess. Least, but I, I, I'm bouncing my head like this. Oh, you know what I mean? You hold it loose so that if the car goes, you go. The Night Shift had Lawnmower Man in there. Uh, and it also had Quitters, Inc., which is in the Cat's Eye Anthology movie. Uh, and there was probably more, right, in there? That's uh, Jerusalem's Lots. What was that about, Carl? I did not read that book, even though I yeah. did research this film. Okay, now this kid is, like, going to try to run away. Okay, he's going to try to run away through the corn. Wow, that's uh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> now that's Job and uh, Sarah. That's Dobie? Job and Sarah, and they're like part of the story. 
Now, these are the kids that were innocent. He watched his father get murdered while right. eating a milkshake. Mm-hmm. And now in this post-apocalyptic adult-free lifestyle, they're pawns of Isaac and uh, Malachi. Malachi. And, and, and he, who li- uh, he, he who walks behind the road. Of corn. <sighs> so he's going to make an escape now. Carl, have you ever seen the shark movie, Stephen Kang, Sharks of the Corn? Stephen Kang. <laughs> you, said, you said that his father was eating a milkshake. He was shocked. He was chewing. He can't no, you're right. The, the kid was eating the milkshake. He was no, drinking. Drinking, Michael. Drinking. He could have drank it with a straw. He took it out. <laughs> I'd be so fucking freaked out by that experience. Oh, man. The dad, he was drinking a sandwich, eating a milkshake. <laughs> oh, he was fucking up uh, salad. <laughs> Fucking up that salad. Uh, you see the cornrows, not right in this scene, but in many scenes, the cornrows are either fake or they're painted. You see, as they shot, the season changed and they all started to get uh, brown. Wow. Yeah, so they had to beef them up. Not right now. This is all legit. I would have I would have quit if I was a continuity person. I'd be like, yeah, I, I didn't. I, I'm not a fucking corn person. Now, this kid is trying to escape right where the demon lives. He's running through the cornfield. It's dumb. Oh. So so he's good. So we, we're aware of this demon. I didn't, I didn't recognize it. Like, I've never seen this movie, but in preparation, I watched this movie, and I had no <laughs> idea. I just thought this dead kid just look, showed look, up. Look, you can see that the tops are... Oh, no, I might be wrong. It might be that yellowy thing when they... Anyway, the internet tells us that the the, the fields are going to change from, like, nice green to, like, old gray because of the length of uh, how long it took to shoot this. They use that old gray husk to uh, <clears throat> decorate their town. Uh-huh. All over the town, you'll find creepy corn husks. Like, it would be like the YMCA... And they'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, that's for adults. Uh, let's put some corn husks yeah, all over that's it. Right. Yeah. City Hall. Stay that strip club. Them. Like they go to this town strip club and they just put old corn husks. No adults here, no more. <laughs> if they're marking it like Passover. Well, they killed everybody. Right. It so already... They didn't pass over. They like passed in. Yeah, you're right. Because you marked to get passed over. Yeah, you put some blood on your door. So the, the angel of death will pass over Skip your house. Skip this house. Skip this house. You know, it's a, it's a pun of a holiday about, like, we're not going to massacre you. We'll get their neighbor. It's called Passover. Get it? It's, it's a play on words. Pearl. Now, of course, he's going to get the whammy jammy because he's right in the territory. See that creepy spider? I um, never figured this out. Never made This never made any sense to me. I thought the kids got him. Well, yes, no. Malachi will now show up and slight and and uh, uh, sickle him to death. But does the demon show up in the earlier in this movie? What we're hearing right now is the voices of children in the corn. So it's like that's the demon. The demon is just the presence. We don't actually see him. Oh, oh, ketchup Look at everywhere. That oh, the ketchup. Oh, the ketchup. Uh, why is this mustard? Well, sorry, boss. They were out of ketchup. No, you don't understand. <laughs> it's not a condiment. It's blood. Come on now. Are the we shooting a black to... and white Super 8? No, you idiot. <laughs> um, um, the internet says the map is wrong. It's backwards. She's pointing at Kansas. I don't know. Do we care? Is she pointing at Kansas? Hilarious. <laughs> Like, let's get now, out of this. This is movie. Linda Hamilton. Now we saw her in Tag, the Assassin game. We saw her in something else. We saw her in Terminator. We watched Terminator. We did watch Terminator. Oh, look! I they know he had the kid. Dummy. I didn't want to lighten the mood by saying we were watching Terminator, but that just happened at the same time they hit the kid. But that so never they... aired on Mutiny because it's too long, right? No, it did air on Mutiny. It did air on Mutiny. Our Godfather one, right, was too long. But that airs every night because it's on the night playlist, and which is random. So there's the always Godfather? a chance. The Godfather? 
Yeah, so we have a lot of episodes. If you listen to mutinyradio.fm, there's original programming with new uh, episodes every week, but it's a 24-hour channel. So we have a, you know, a iTunes list called the Night Playlist, where it's all shows, and it's usually supposed to be played randomly. Right. And we have like a dozen of our episodes, including The Godfather. Wow. And it plays the whole episode? Yeah, so the all Great. two hours and 45 minutes uh, will play wow. uh, three in the morning. Now, look, he's seeing that this kid didn't die because I hit him. This kid died because somebody sickled him. Sickled him. Now, didn't she have that little weird flashback where she was like, unconscious as he thought she was walking in the road? Y- yeah. So she goes up and, okay, they lied to Linda Hamilton and they said that child laws made it that they couldn't have a kid laying on the asphalt in the hot sun with a blanket over his head. It's just unreasonable. And Linda Hamilton said, oh, okay. So then she thought it was a a dummy, right? So when when he reveals himself, it's genuine, her shock, you know, she... Just like in the Alien movie, when it came out of the stomach, they didn't know it was happening. Really? Happen. Well, look, so they're going to wrap this... Are they gonna throw the, they're going to throw the body in the trunk. And Not then yet, we'll, but yes. And then, Carl, whatever happens to that body in the trunk? Never. Nothing. 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 It rots in there. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They you were know, trying the kid... to bring it somewhere and alert the police and say, right. take the coroner, take this. And they never, never bury the body in sacred ground. They never give the body well, the soul. Well, they were a little distracted by a demon, Michael. Well, speaking of demons and souls, there's a soul in their trunk of their car the entire movie. They don't All even right. bother to All right. bury it. We're going to watch the film, and we're going to find an opportune moment in which they didn't do anything about we're it. We're going to watch this film, and they're going to get to the car, and the car's going to have old corn husks shoved in there by these yes. kids. But not the trunk's gonna, not going to even be open. No, it will never Okay, so she's going to dream now, and he's going to find out that the blood on the suitcase he's going to find is correct. So this guy just got killed. This hasn't coagulated or whatever the word is. And so, like, the murderer is close by. Oh, Malachi. Malachi. Now, is Malachi in Linda's dream or no? I guess no. It's kind of like that that, uh, Death Proof movie from Quentin Tarantino where... She's just hanging out in the car, and her bad guy comes up to it. Yeah, were well, you talking about the one where his foot, her foot was out the yeah. window? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were in a park. Now, that was a creeper. I'm with you 100% there. That was a disgust. Okay, sickle, yeah. look. She wakes up, she thinks, but she's really dreaming, right? Okay, yeah, so... She's dreaming while Mordecai is holding a knife at her? Well, Mordecai just goes away now. We won't see him again. Wow, so you're saying that might be a dream. Yeah, this is her dream. She dreams she's getting out of the car. She dreams she's walking towards the body. And then she says she's sorry in the dream. It's, it's he's <coughs> an interest. It's the movie's uh, oddly directed. It's good. It's good because there's not another dream sequence in this movie. No, there is not. Yeah. And also, there's other things like that. Like like Brad, you know, saying elsewhere, he will be in a, like, uh, in a school, and he'll get this weird sixth sense that, that Linda Hamilton's in trouble. Vicky's in trouble. It, 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 it only happens the one time. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we haven't, it didn't, unru- you know. I feel like sometimes if there's a weird uh, premise... They can get away with the even weirder premise. So if they say, like, okay, here we wait, go. Wait. That's She's just a dummy. Really be shocked. Just a dummy. Go ahead, Linda. Child labor laws. We can't have a kid lie down the street. In the <laughs> you know that, Linda. Whoa! <laughs> oh. I don't know. It wasn't so great, right? Well, he doesn't have his stubble yet, so it's easier to hug. <laughs> I meant the, the I meant her recoiling her Oh, shock. yeah. No, yeah, she, it was authentic. They she did that act the alien. The director so the, did not tell him them that something was going to pop out of the stomach. Well, come on, William Hurt must have known they have like some practical special effects. Oh, um, of course, William he wasn't lay, lying on the table. He must have been like half sitting, <laughs> then with like a puppeteer in the other half. Mike, 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 Mike. Yeah, yeah. He was in on it. It's the reaction. The other actors, they didn't know it was going to happen. 
dead kid in my trunk. So long, dead kids. See you next e- movie. Even the cinematographer is, is giving some distance from those creeps that threw it in there. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to hide out in these corn stocks. But they're not creeps. They're going to take him to a coroner. Well, that's so that's the Mordecai hanging out in the bushes. Yeah, I guess yes. Oh, here's Ada's Enough House. Meanwhile, the Ada's Enough House. Now, it's forbidden to go into the Ada's Enough House or any house. But these kids, Job and Sarah, do it anyway. And they listen to records and they draw pictures and they play Monopoly. Play Monopoly and they play dress up. It's like a Stephen King book. So, okay, so you have a premise like, <laughs> all right, so you have kids kill an entire town, all right? Yeah. It's village of the Dam, love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, you know, as we used to watch it at, at church, it was Village of the Darn. And then they had uh, uh, this uh, this preacher, right? But it's a 12-year-old preacher. Okay, that's, that's the second thing. Okay, I believe that. And this is... And there is a monster in the in the cornhouse named He Who Walks Behind the, the Rose. Rose, right. Okay, yeah. You're right. You're right. And, and she has premonitions where she can predict the future. Right, she draws it. Yeah. Okay, all right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Stephen King, you're a great writer, and I'll believe everything <laughs> you write. But you put it on the screen, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> can't, can't something just turn evil? Like, can't they turn out, you know, like... Their car starts getting evil, or their dog gets evil, or the hotel right. they're saying it gets evil. And it's just he did play know the car gets evil, right? Yeah, that was a good one. I saw that. That's the, the guy who's out of ideas. He wrote a good uh, 9-11 story mm-hmm. about uh, a guy who uh, office gets uh, was in the World Trade Center and he wasn't there, and, uh, and he didn't die. Yeah. And then knickknacks from his dead uh, employees start <laughs> popping up around his house. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's cool. Where's Stephen King book? It's on, gone off the dash. Yeah. Oh, you know what? The director said, will you cut it out? All right. So here he has a cigarette. And oh, that's right. He smokes it like he's fucking 12 years old. And he's, it's, well, he's not a real smoker. And he lit it with the gift now they're all, Linda's all freaked out. I mean, they just, you know, well, they didn't oh, yeah. kill a kid, but they, there's a murdered kid in their trunk. And you're saying they're not married, so she can leave at any time. I was simply saying they're not married. <laughs> wow. So they spent a lot of money on the budget, right? Or they just drove around the cornfields going, okay, that's it. We're done for today. <laughs> the budget suffered from the... Um, uh, Stephen King taking a cut up front. Yeah, but I mean, it, it. But this thing made a lot of money. They spent eight hundred and fifty thousand on it, and they made like fourteen million. Wow, that's great for yeah. nineteen eighty four. Yeah, you know this this movie. I mean, I everyone knows about the sequels. It's you said there's been twelve movies altogether. Eleven. Mm-hmm. Eleven. But do you know one of the the, the uh, it was called Children of the Corn six six six. Yeah, that was, I yeah. got that one, and that that kid comes back in it. The the um, not a kid, Isaac. Isaac. Well, there's Isaac on the right. He's yeah. the best. He's the best in this movie. This kid has more style than than anybody. Like just a burn. Yeah. You know, he's completely. Look at he's all dressed up. He's all like, I don't know, <laughs> a lot of shitty children actors in the world, but. Uh, well, he's actually 24. He's 24 in, right now on the screen. Oh, okay. All right. So, in my shorts. <laughs> well, he's 24. He's great. You know, he quit acting after 9-11 because he was like, I want to be a teacher now. Do something meaningful, you know? Uh, he was in Leprechaun, which is, I don't know. Was he? Was he? Who did he play? That um, he, and he's our Star Trek connection. Um, he, I don't know. He was... T- 24 years, he, Leprechaun, Space Chase. He would play Chucky in shots where the killer doll was seen walking in 1988, Ch- Chucky's Child Play. Wow. That's the first one. Um, in Children of the Corn 666, he comes back, but he co-wrote it with his cousin. That's great. Well, people must be bothering him all the time about this movie because he's so good at it. He was also cousin it in the Adams Family franchise. Oh well, wow! I thought I recognized his face <laughs> with all the hair. 
Yeah, and then so the bowler he, cap. Um, he he quit acting and became an English teacher in Santa Clara, California. Um, oh, right nearby. Yeah. Oh, now now the radio station is not fun anymore. Oh, last thing, he's our Star Trek connection. He was on Voyager. Whoop de doo. Did he reprise the Clint Howard role of like the Brainiac kid? <laughs> right. So what's in the suitcase? Did you see the Clint Howard clip ever? Uh, I've seen the photo of him dressed up as Egghead. Well, yeah, he was an Egghead. Uh, It's a good clip. You should, you should. Uh, Well, I mean, I've seen him in interviews say, like, people come up to me and I'm like, it was just one episode on Star Trek. Well, okay. In that episode, there was like, a horrible, scary guy in a spaceship, and he was making a lot of trouble for the Enterprise. And then when they find him in the end, he's just this little kid. It was all like a, not a puppet, but a simulation kind of thing, you know? And he's like, he isn't a little kid. He was just a wimpy old man. I don't know how to describe it. You got to see it. Okay, now this guy is Archie Armstrong, and he's a serious, real actor. He's, you might know him from Predator, as the General Phillips or Pruneface and Dick Tracy. But he was oh, in yeah. Reds. He was in Heaven Can Wait. This guy's for real. I don't know what he's doing in this film. Hey, he's probably doing a day's work and get the fuck out. Yeah, it's 40 years career. He had to take some stuff that was a day's pay and get them. Right. Out. He shot all his stuff in one day. He shot all his wow. stuff. Wow. All right. All right. There we go. Called it. <laughs> but he's localized to this area he's in a few scenes right now so now what it is is like he doesn't say we got a dead kid but he's like we need to use your phone got no phone you know right the nearest town is three miles but you better not go there because gatlin because they're religious folk so 15 miles away is harris fuck the bird or something you know you ever see the movie cabin in the woods it came out maybe like eight years ago, whatever, ten years ago. Heaven in the Woods? No. Should yeah. I? So yeah, you should check it out. It's so yeah. these these kids, these teenagers, go to a, a cabin in the woods. Oh, it's called harm. Cabin, not Kevin. No, no, nothing to do with Kevin. Cabin. Oh, Cabin in yeah. the Woods. C A B I N. Can wait. Oh, Cabin can wait. Yeah. <laughs> cabin in the Woods, but they they do a take of the crazy guy in the gas station right before the cabin. Mm-hmm. That the kids always drive up to. There was this great movie with John Stewart in which they were mistaken as Hicks. Like, the, the was it there? The, there were Tucker and, Tucker and teenagers, Dale right? And and they were going to like go on a trip, and it was all a misunderstanding, you know. Like it was Tucker and Dale versus Evil, maybe. <laughs> maybe it was a lot of fun. I don't trust this dog. Oh, I better check willthedogdie.com. Well, he definitely dies. And he, you know, like the corn is mad for some reason. And and old man is like, I didn't tell him nothing. And the dog will go to like fuck with him and get killed. Now, they were going to have a severed dog head. But because of budget constraints, uh-huh. you just have a bloody bandana. Did oh, right, because he was wearing a bandana. I was wondering why that dog was wearing a bandana. It's to kill it. <laughs> okay, like, Come on of, back, Ruski. Does the dog die.com? Children of the corn. He dies. Oh, you know, I think I, I have to wait for it to stop buffering. Okay, here we go. Does the dog die? Yes. 38 people voted. The dog runs off camera, and as soon its bloody handkerchief appears on top of a car. <laughs> now, they keep, they're going to Hemingford, yes. right? But as they drive towards Hemingford, it's going to say Gatlin closer and closer and closer. They went the other way. So for some reason, they're driving to Gatlin now. So some must have just made these signs and just posted them. Just a fuck with them. Did they get the wrong wrong address? No, but it's more. And then they're going to wind up right back at the gas station where they started. It's like the demons got them looping around in a circle, trying to get them to Gatlin. 
Oh, I got you. But there'll never be anything else like that in the whole film. I I thought the kids did it, like set up these signs so they can trap adults for their little rituals. No, these guys are not welcomed and not expected. They're called the interlopers, the outs outlanders. They're outlanders. The outlanders. Yeah. Hey, outlander. Hey. Right, because the outlanders are the ones who show up during the seasons, like during the summer and stuff. But the uh, well, they're there all year round. There was a South Park in which these two people come to an abandoned town with only kids, and they they do the they do some of the lines like Outlander, we have your woman, she still lives. <laughs> we have your woman. Yeah, yeah. Hey, no woman, it's Linda well, Hamilton. They, they talk. Re- they talk religiously in this. He is who doth it have it the woman. Oh, come on. He's like, Seth, what are you guys? Oh, he's talking to the demon? Yeah, he's saying, I didn't tell him nothing. You know that. I didn't break our agreement. They, they keep him alive because they want the gasoline. I kind of don't get it, but they keep him alive. They didn't kill him, even though he's an adult, because he gives he gets right. them gasoline. But he doesn't really care. He's just there with his dog. It isn't until they show up, he's like, oh, now I'm scared of your wrath. <laughs> well, somehow, like, the demon's angry at him because he talked to them. I don't get it. I don't understand it. But that's what it is. Now he'll find the bloody rag instead of a dog's head. <laughs> but it so does mean gross. the same thing. Your dog it's, is dead. You know, we we killed your dog, and then we opened up the hood when you weren't looking, and then we threw in the bloody thing in there. Well, not we. You mean we like the kids? Because I think well, this is all the demon. It's unclear to me, Carl. Understood. Feel, it feels like that. Well, I guess there was no fingers in the bushes when, from the camera angle, right? They do the. That's right. They made the wind go, and right. they, there was a lightning and a thunderous, you know. But there was no kids involved in there. You don't now, see them scurrying. Scurrying. Kids will be involved in a moment because Malachi's going to come and kill him, and that makes uh, he who walks behind the corn angry with Malachi. They need his gasoline, apparently. Malachi just likes to kill, kill, kill. It's like, well, we killed all these adults. We killed a librarian. Why can't I go ahead and kill uh, this guy? Tone it down. You ever shish a librarian? (laughs) Can we try it? Uh, Hello, welcome to Montclair State University Library. Uh, I'm your librarian, Mike. Okay, I'll be the librarian. You be the person. Okay. Oh, all right. There, there is no smoking in the library. <laughs> Hang on, I'm almost done. I haven't had a stogie in a long time. No, you're supposed to shush me. This was oh, your joke. I oh, didn't yeah. forget. All right, right. Okay, go ahead. All right. Well, you you were funny with that. All right, go ahead. I ripped what you said. I didn't say the joke. I t- I took it to a, the open mic and it it killed. It killed. You're my best writer. You're better than me. You're better than me, Mike. All right, go ahead, go ahead. So, so you went to the library, and yeah. Right. Uh, it's your okay. joke. Did oh. you ever shush a librarian? Like one time I was in the library, and the librarian came right up to me, and she said, sir, there's no smoking in the library. And I said, shh. Love it. Just kidding. Well, I also have a, you know how you can ask a librarian anything? Mm-hmm. I went up there, and I said, can I use your microwave? And they told me to get out. And I said, oh, is it because it's that noisy one with the timer? With tick, 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 tick. The dings, you can't use that. Okay, I'll have to rewrite that for the open mic, but I'll try. No, no, I think what you said was funny. And if I said it and gave it to you and you used it and it works, then don't let me get involved in it. Oh, Mike, I'm always stealing from you. Always. <laughs> I have so many jokes. Hey, it's yours. good. I haven't been on stage. At least my material's out there. No, you remember that video I made once with all of yeah. your jokes? Yeah, I love that. The one that you didn't write, but you did. But since that time, there's at least another five minutes of only Mike Spiegelman jokes. Maybe I'll I took, do that again. I took two jokes and I combined them together and I also took out the Polish references. Mm-hmm. So uh, I went into this uh, uh, store and I said, I'd like to have a, uh, uh, a, a bologna sandwich with mayonnaise and pickles. And that guy says, are, are you Polish? I go, why? Because I like bologna. <laughs> he goes, no, it's a dry cleaner. 
So that, that's oh, the wow. this is a dry cleaners. All right. All right. Okay. So you, they're right back where they started again, driving through the fields, trying to get off the highway. It, it's it, the spirit is like keeping them there, which doesn't make sense because he doesn't want them there. It's I never weird got a sense of that. I never got a sense of it. I just thought like, uh, I thought the kids set it up as like, like, cause they get stuck in the corn and I thought it's like corn maze and, and, analogy, and that analogy, you know, when you compare something to another thing, it's an analogy. analogy. It's an analogy. So right now, Bryce, a Bryce university graduate in English. Wait, where'd you go to school? I went to Montclair State. I went to Brandeis University. Brandeis, Brandeis English, yeah. English graduate. That was last century. It is a valid. That was, that was last century. Look at this. So he's 24 years old, and he's like playing a 12-year-old hellbound preacher. Yeah. He's killing. He's killing. He's the best part of this movie. Right now, he's given the, the preacher talk. You know, it's a sermon, essentially, but it's like happening in real time. He just got talked to by God, which isn't really God, as we know. Yeah, so that's the last adult there has turned into a skeleton. So the interlopers are coming. Yeah, it's the, well, it's, no, he is the cop who originally tried to, like, burn down the field when they first started killing, you know. Oh, and gotcha. they, Yeah, so he's three years old, rotten up there. He's a special sort of, like, religious thing. This is what happens. You try to kill the demon. Oh, you get crucified, and then your clothes remain the same, but your body turns into a skeleton. Right. A lot of these kids are locals to the Iowa towns. Yeah, you can tell they're still at the 4-H ruins on them. (laughs) And there's um, a... There's scenes where, like, the demon's, like, burrowing through the ground. And it's, like, Boy Scouts, local Boy Scouts in Iowa, like, dug the trenches. Wow. Anything for this movie. Yeah. One, one thing I noticed about this movie is how cavalier they are with knives. Like, you know, it's like the kids will be sitting there with a knife and they're holding the blade. <laughs> yeah. You see it right behind the, uh, Isaac? Don't Dangerous. point at me, Isaac. I don't know if they're all props and they're just like, have fun, kids. But they got a lot of weapons on them. Yeah, I'm sure they're they're like rubber. Right? Rubber. I mean, it's a, it's a film. Where are you going to get a rubber sickle prop? The rubber sickle prop store. And, oh, the one in Iowa? <laughs> but Sioux City? Listen, I've bought rubber knives. Tom Crowley used to have a lot of them when he would film. Yeah, I remember all the rubber knives that, especially <laughs> the ones that would like when when contact they would like recede, so it looked like you were getting stabbed. Listen, if you needed a rubber, Tom Kroll was so was the man. He would be that's the place to go. He was the drugstore of Montclair, New Jersey. The pharmacist, we called him. <laughs> oh, corn. So basically now they're rolling into Gatlin and they're like, fucking nobody's here. There's no welcoming committee. Sal O'Connor. (laughs) Right. There's no Terminators there. But there's a lot of corn stalks everywhere. We'll see soon. Oh, see, there's the little kids. With their sickles. Yeah, they all have weapons. It's so cute. (laughs) It's so cute. And he just said, here, here's a bunch of props. Go, go crazy. Hopefully props go crazy. So um, this um, Hal Roach Studios bought the rights and Kingstart himself wrote the script for it. Oh, they hated it. They hated it. Okay. King's script started with 35 pages of Bert and Vicky arguing in the car. <laughs> oh, how great is that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, so, wasn't that The Shining? No, they were happy in the car ride. Well, it, no, but 35 pages, Mike, a, a film, a you script of pages a minute. You, they, they had so much happening before the opening credits. Like, would, I wouldn't mind a little pacing. Wait, Slowly. you want to argue now? Just I, You're so contrarian to me just because I say something. You want to argue, right, that them arguing in the car for 35 minutes is a the better film. film than this. It's called Children of the corn, and I would just want 35 minutes of that movie where they don't talk about children or corn whatsoever. You'll get it in the beginning when they're arguing. 
Okay, so um, Hal Roach said, fuck that, no way. And he hired a guy named uh, Goldsmith. And this guy, George Goldsmith, wrote uh, Horse Five, Nowhere to Hide, I don't know, Hill Street Blues episode, Hot Child in the City. I, I don't know. He didn't write films you've heard of, but uh, he was a pro. And he I've heard of to... Hill Street Blues. I've heard of Hill Street Blues. Out of all of them, I've heard of Hill Street Blues. And... I've heard of Hill Street Blues. I've heard of Hill Street Blues. <laughs> well, he wrote one of those. Oh, yeah, which one was that? The one where, let's see, the chief has a drinking problem. It's the one where it starts with the theme song. It goes, you're watching Hill Street Blues. So now they're trying to find somebody. They're trying to find somebody. They want to say, look, we got a dead kid Bye. in the car. He was murdered. Please take him to the coroner's office. And they also have blood on the on the front of their car that the, the mechanic noticed. <laughs> The mechanic did notice. He didn't yeah. say anything. He's like, you guys, you, no, he did. He said, you guys better keep driving. Like before he told oh, them to that's go to. why he said it? Yeah, they, they had a glance and there was like red ketchup all over the yellow car. Mm-hmm. It looked like a hot dog order. That looks like a taxi, right? Yeah, it's a monster of a car. All, all the radio has are just preachers. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Hey, um. Okay, they saw the like door close on this house. So it's here's somebody. Let's at least use their phone. Right. Should we park this close to the, the tree? I'm a little on the fence about that. <laughs> You're, yeah, should we park so close to this fence? Oh, I guess we're on the fence about that. Ooh, it looks dirty, right? Does he recognize the cameraman on the other side? Uh, the internet tells me there's lots of that in this film. Continuity things like you see people from the set uh, in the reflections. Yeah. But I've seen this film. This is my fourth time, and I did not notice any of that shit. There's also boom mic sightings and stuff. I missed them all. He does a lot of interesting things. Like we saw the reflection of uh, a lot of the action on car windows and uh, mm-hmm. scraps of cars' windows, these windows. So the guy who wrote the film that said that uh, this is a metaphor for the Iranian revolution, the takeover of the town by quasi-religious zealots acting for an evil god based on the Ayatollah Khomeini and his revolutionary guard taking over Iran. Burton Vicky became analogous, analogous to the American hostages. Exposing the dangers of uh, evil religious fundamentalism. Shit, you just can't have a single movie in the 80s with some weird politics attached to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, there's Jiffy Pop, untouched. Cool. Yeah, it's just on the stove. I'm about to make some Jiffy Pop. Uh, well, uh, I did that once with my kids, you know, because they would do yeah. the microwave one. So I said, oh, like when I was a kid, and we did it once, and they're like, wow. And then they were never interested. Nah, just get the microwave stuff. Yeah, it's a big ordeal. Oh, it's great for camping trips. I had a fond memory of my father pulling out the Jiffy Pop on one of those, like, you know, state park uh, yeah. uh, barbecue pits that they have, uh, little setups, and he put it, and it just burnt the fuck out of it almost immediately. Like, it just turned <laughs> into this big black cloud. It was great. <laughs> like, it went boom, like a pimple. Like, it was so much heat. And he just threw it away, you know? He just let it cool and toss it. So now they're going to come upon Sarah. Okay, so these are the Monopoly kids. Yes. This is the the crayon girl from the beginning of the movie. Yep. Sarah. Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor. Which was this? 84? 82 was the Terminator? Uh, 84. I don't remember. You you could be right. It's eighty two, but but it was like on the earlier side of the eighties. Yeah, yeah. She's good in the last uh, uh, Terminator movie. Dark that was Fury. a terrible film. That was a yeah. Terrible but she was film. she was good in it. Well, sure. Yeah, I mean, she that did. Wasn't a good, it wasn't a good movie, but she got this. 
she kicked ass and she was like kind of the center of the film. I liked Terminator Genesis. Many people did not. I thought it was really action-packed and good. Oh, look, so, all right, so check this out. So there's all these murders, kids draw murders. He's like, huh, the he <laughs> who walks behind the rose. What about the murder pictures above it and to the right? That, don't have time for it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. His eyes, yeah, there's a guy with a knife in his head. <laughs> now. Yeah. He's just like, oh, whatever. Nice Weird. museum. I guess they didn't have any room on the refrigerator, so they had to put the paintings in this room. Sarah Connor. No, I'm just Sarah. The Sarah. Sarah of the corn. He looks like Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor. No, not in the. I'm Vicky. I'm Vicky in this film. She's like a badass in the last one. She's got like a motorcycle jacket and a motorcycle. Yeah. She's got like. Goggles and she's all, let's go, let's ride. <laughs> now, she draws pictures that predict the future, and she's gonna draw a picture of uh, Mickey getting hauled away by the, you know, the kids. But we don't see that until after it happens. I think it would have been much better in the script if we saw it before. Oh, much better for Bert and uh, Hertz if they saw it now, Victoria. Because she does see it ahead of them kidnapping her and she goes what is this but we as an audience don't see the picture till after they didn't make a big deal out of the picture but they do the horror thing where like the, all the kids know they're coming you know like the victims don't know realize that everyone's been waiting for them to show up and they show up and they all you know like what what who are you and like yeah we knew we knew when advance were coming so you're right. This is one of those films that Job and Sarah do know that. Yeah, well, the kids too. Isaac was like, "These kids are coming." According to this crayon picture, these kids, these they're driving a yellow <laughs> car with a happy sun above them. That's right, and happy corn stalks, and happy corn stalks, and little bees. This we can't have, right? Little bees, cute. <laughs> The nice, beautiful. Oh, and then like bloody knives and smiling waitresses. I think the waitress might be Rebecca, right? There's a girl who later on who like attacks them. Yeah, she's got curly hair, and the her attack at the way end of the film was tacked on. It was never in the script. The director's like, "We need something more. We need a one last punch. We need one last scare," and they right. just wrote it. They had the Terminator pop up out of like you thought he was dead, and he comes back out. So he's like, you stay here with her. I'll go find, he says he's going to town hall to find a phone or something, but he never goes to town hall. He goes to the no, school. He does. He, I think he does go to town hall. He wasn't in the, in the school. No, that's, I think that's the municipal building. He walks out and it says town hall. Okay. Oh, it says it. Oh. Okay. We'll have to check for sure. It's coming right up. What a lousy record player. I, yeah. Did you ever have a record player where it would spin even though you don't have the needle? Well, the handle's yeah. at rest. It's just not play. There were those cheap record players in which it was, yeah, it didn't sense it from the, the arm. You know, you had to just turn it on with the, yeah. with the toggle. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. It's a kid's one. Oh, yeah. For old-timey kids, like 1950s. <laughs> look at her dress. It is like that. Oh, I'm going to draw. Look at this. Like, people with a gun. See? See? Galen's. All right. Galen's school. Strange. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. He said he was going to the municipal building. But he's looking for the kids. What the hell are all those corn stocks doing everywhere? Oh, man. This looks like Montclair High School. These guys have had three years since the initial killing of the adults to like fuck around and put right, stocks right. They go to all the towns. So now he's left the school. So maybe he ends up at the municipal. He goes to the church, right, and then all these little There's rats. Rebecca. Children of the village of the damned. We're no. creepy little kids. Malachi's coming with the sickle. To Linda Hamilton. That sequel got so much play. I think that's probably why there's so many sequels. It just kind of clicked. Makes me sickle. Yeah, and all the adver um, 
in all the ads, you would always see the sickle against the corn husks. Right, because they'll say children of the corn. You go, oh, that sounds creepy. And then there'll be like a sickle. You're like, oh, yikes, you need a sickle <laughs> to cut corn. I didn't realize it could be used as a weapon. Except for the Grim Reaper, I guess. He, didn't, he doesn't have a sickle. He's a specter. And the Soviet flag. Yeah, he's got, right, he's got another harvesting tool, but it's super long, right? right. And it's That's what he reaps. He reaps yeah. souls. Oh, reaps. Yeah, so he's the reaper. He's reaping, he's not wheat, it's... Wheat. Oh, look both ways before crossing the street. <laughs> Even though nobody lives there. So that's not like Hal Roach Studios where they shot like all these uh, silent movies? Uh, no, there were three towns in Iowa. Uh, I have the locations here somewhere. And um, there were some in in California. Uh, all these little kids are all like, there's only a dozen kids, but they're all like right where the cameras are. Yep, they used them. Here it is. It's Hornick. Iowa, Whiting, Iowa, Salix, Iowa, oh, wow. and Sergeant Bluff, Iowa. So maybe he's in the municipal building now. He is. He is. This town hall. Here comes See, Joe. Notary. I guess the phone doesn't work. Now he's going to have that, like, psychic experience when he knows that Vicky's uh, in trouble. There's Job checking him out. Right, so Vicky's like a mile away, and the kid he needs is right behind him. And then he's going to say, I have to go a mile. Oh, and there's the kid I need. Let's go. <laughs> no, it, doesn't, it, it isn't time for the kid. Oh, they really defaced that town hall. They had three years of uh, fucking around. Right, that's right. What else are you going to do as a kid? Well, I mean, they must have oil paints other than crayons mm -hmm. to paste the painting so well. So Linda's like, I mean, uh, Vicky's Vicky. like, what are you drawing? I drew you. Let me see. And then she goes, what is this? You know, she's like scared by the picture or, or disgusted maybe. But we as an audience should see it now before it happens. She's like, look at that. Like, well, this is the first time they realize she's been drawing murder paintings. Oh, that's why there's murder paintings on the wall. <laughs> now I'm drawing I murder paintings. Uh oh, oh, they hear somebody. And it's Malachi and crew. I don't want to subscribe to Grit Magazine. <laughs> We've come to set you free. Okay, here he is. He's going to have his, like, like, he said to Linda, you're safe. It's a weird, but you're safe. Something like that. And then he's going to hear that over and over and go, she's in trouble. Run back. Did they really, these kids paint no false blood, gods in blood? No Not blood. Yeah. And they, they use the blood of cops. These kids are sick. Yeah, they are. This guy would go on to have uh, other success, but he would never outlive his performance here. So scary. As a matter of fact, one time, Isaac freaked out a lady. Uh, they were in a restaurant with friends, and this lady, like, freaked out when she saw Isaac and ran out really? of the diner or the restaurant. That sounds and, like you when you were a kid. And then she came back in a little later and talked to the manager and said she wanted her seat moved, her, her and her girlfriends moved to another location where they couldn't see Isaac. Really? Now, just, that, you see the lamp, she just, that there's lamp. There's no was, cord. There were there's blanks. No there were, those were blanks. Oh, yeah, because there's no uh, cord attached to the wall. When she That's threw it. right. You're not going to have a loaded lamp thrown at a guy. Uh-oh. Good acting. She does a good job here, uh, the little girl. Oh, Linda Hamilton's feet. I'm not doing this movie anymore. Oh, the hell you are. That little girl would go on to become a psychologist and be a teacher in a college. She got a PhD. Nice. Yeah. She was also on Full House, and she reprised that role on Fuller House. She was on a lot of stuff uh, as a little girl, and then she just said, I'm going to college. Right. See how Alcona. Children of the Corn. So, so Children of the Corn was like 84, no, and then the wait, sequel was 93. 
Did you see how we just saw the picture, though? Yeah, that's right, finally. Right. So that's the thing. They missed an opportunity there. They didn't show us as the audience with, like, creepy music, creepy music, like, she predicted it. I think it was a waste of opportunity.